Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. So why are there times when we just tell a lie? Salvos counsellor Warren Draney looks into the psyche of lies. You know, I have a lot of clients who sometimes will struggle to tell the truth to one person but have no trouble telling the truth to the other person. And I think a lot of it comes out of their own sense of security that they have with that person and whether they need to protect themselves or not too. I think sometimes when we lie... It's actually our brain taking over and doing its primary role, which is to keep us safe, you know. And with some people, we feel that we can't be safe, and with others, we feel we can be safe by telling them, you know, the truth, whereas with other people, we think that truth may actually endanger us. Yeah. I think often when we do lie, we're aware of it, and we know that it's going on. But for us to even look below the surface of that, if you would like, and ask ourselves, why am I doing that? You know, what is it in the interaction that I'm having with this other person at the moment that I feel that I can't be honest? You know, that said, I think it's very hard for us to have relationships where we can be 100% honest. I think sometimes our own automatic defense systems pop up to protect us and allow us to actually feel a sense of safety. And if we were to be 100% honest, would that safety be eroded or our sense of safety be eroded with that of a person. Yeah. I think also, too, it's it's important to ask, you know, sometimes uh, uh, that dishonesty is not even, not even words. It may be something that we do or don't do. Yes. You know, as we, as we, as we work through that sense of safety with the other person. I think the more we increase our self-awareness, the healthier we become um, emotionally and mentally. And there's a big part of our brain given over to the the, the whole process of, of self, if you would like. So the more we can be aware of what's going on for us when we happen, when these things happen, the far greater we're going to be able to have some sort of control over the choices and decisions we make. I think, for example... Um, if I notice myself lying even sometimes, you know, I'm, <laughs> my mouth's moving and a, a bit like James talks about, you know, it's that unbridled horse or that rudderless ship and it's saying things. And even just sometimes just to notice, oh, I just lied and then go away and reflect on it and reflect as to why, what was actually going on for me in that conversation with that other person. What was going on in my inner world, you know, at that time that I felt that I needed to lie. I think sometimes, too, a lot of this stuff's learned behaviour. You know, we may have grown up in a family where we saw parents lie quite often. Yes. And um, it's interesting that, you know, those of us who had children or been around children, we can see, you know, those as young as even two or three start to tell lies. Yep. You know? So that's some of that behaviour that's learnt sometimes by they observe other people not telling the whole truth or only part of the truth. and they pick up that, you know, that's something you can do. And I suppose the more we do that sort of behaviour, the more it reinforces and establishes that neural pathway in our brain that this is okay. Yes. And so for us, for our side of it, if we um, start to not fear what someone else thinks of us, that can also help, can't it? Yeah. Well, I, I think some ways in lying, lying is a bit of a mask that we put up. And it's a mask that we put up because we're afraid of what the other person may think of the real self. So in, if we're able to actually, you know, start to have a better understanding of ourselves and accept ourselves as a way that um, we should, 
um, or, you know, in a way that is actually kind and compassionate to ourselves, then, you know, we have a better understanding of, of, of that. And that can help us then make decisions about what's going on. Yes. And I find that the consequences of lying, once you start lying and, and they realise you're lying, then all of a sudden, no matter what you say, you're no longer going to be trusted. Well, that's it. I think it does erode trust, you know, particularly in marriage relationships and um, and other, you know, um, parent-sibling relationships and, you know, the extended family and even at work. You know, it can very easily erode the trust that is there, you know, and I think once trust is eroded, it's very hard to build back up. Yes. So I think, you know, if we can be honest in a way that's not going to be damaging to the other person, I think it does allow us to have far greater relationships. However, you know, sometimes, you know, we need to make sure that we're not harming the other person by being brutally honest. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if that makes sense, you know, I think we can go that way as well too. You know, it's really a really uh, difficult area, this. It is. Because I think we have a lot of internal battles as well as a lot of external battles going on when we talk about honesty. However, if we have that value of honesty, it's about us in our lives learning to work that out so that we can actually be the person that we want to be, which I think is very important for us to have a sense of self. Well, that is one of the major benefits, isn't it? And I'm thinking, what are the benefits of us being honest in our own lives? And so that would be one of them. Another one would be, we would be someone who others would recognize as trustworthy and they believe in us. And we would also be helping the other person to grow if we're sensitive the way we are honest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, that that's a good point that you're making there, you know. That there are, there are so many benefits from being honest. And, um, you know, even just dwelling on that sometimes, you know. I think the more we practice honesty too, the stronger it becomes a neural pathway in our brain. So, you know, what it, I mean, what if, you know, that old thing of, you know, you use it or lose it. Yeah. And the thing is, if we're lying all the time and we're telling lies all the time, the automatic default's going to be lying in our brain. However, if we're being honest and trying to be as honest as we can in a way that's appropriate and non-harmful to others and to ourselves, then we're going to be developing that neural pathway a lot more so that we can be, you know, the automatic thing is going to be the honesty and telling the truth. Yeah. And so can we explore, as the last question, can we explore how we can take steps to not be harmful but be honest to other people? Okay, yep. I think some of the things that we could do in terms of um, being honest with other people is even just sometimes saying to the person, look, um, I'd like to think about that before I talk to you about it. Great one. You know, or can we organise to talk about this tomorrow? Just so that we have some time to think about the way in which we may want to put that truth to the other person. Fantastic, In yeah. a way that's not actually going to be detrimental and harmful for them. Even sometimes just taking a pause where you're silent in the conversation if you're not able to delay the conversation, to think about what the consequences may be for you or for the other person if you were to give them the, that truth at that moment. Yeah. And, you know, even just to say at that time, going, you know, that's a great question. And, you know, it's really interesting that you've asked me that. And, you know, I'd just like to think about it before I give you a, give you a response. That's Salvo's counsellor, Warren Draney. If you'd like to touch base with Warren, then send us an email. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.